You are listening to the Musician Today weekly podcast with Vera Bermenko. Tune in for your insight into a professional musician's life and awesome new music. Hi everybody and welcome, welcome to another episode of Musician Today. We have an amazing artist with us who unfortunately you can't see because I changed my windows. <laughs> so sorry guys. Um, we will have her back though so that you can see her and hopefully soon. Uh, meanwhile, I didn't want to waste the opportunity to tell you about Lydia. So we have today with us Lydia Gentry, who is also known as the Violin Dragoness. She is... Uh, <laughs> Um, she is an amazing talent that I've come across on Instagram and I really like her style. It's inspiring. It's really unique. So it's um, her solo project, Dragoness by Lydia. Is a class- uh, she's a classically trained musician. She, has tuned to, um, she is tuned to a different amplitude, symphonic rock, featuring vocals, electric violin, and live looping based on the area of Cape Girardeau, Missouri. <laughs> so many have described Lydia's style as a um, mix of Florence of the, and the Machines, U2, Rush, Patti Smith, Janis Joplin, as well as being inspired by the sound of psychedelic rock, indie, alternative, and Americana. Lydia is a frequent performer in downtown Cape Girardeau and can be seen often throughout the year, whether um, at coffee shops, farmer markets, and on the streets themselves. Uh, she first got her start in 2016 by the street playing of acoustic violin and released these singles, Subdivisions and Limelight, um, in the next year, both originally performed by Rush. Dragoness completed her debut EP in April of 2018, Exit 99 is the title, a mix of original and cover songs, which you can listen to on... <laughs> on her website and on her social media platforms you can always get her music on violindragoness.com and watch her amazing performances um get in touch with her through instagram at forward slash violindragoness on facebook at forward slash violindragoness and on twitter phoenix fireflies so it's flies with f-l-y-s um so we also have lydia studying at belmont university at the moment located in nashville and now she fronts her new band gentry with also uh, they also perform solo in missouri she also performs excuse me <laughs> as a soloist in missouri her debut single downfall was released on october 18th of 2019 and we will get to hear that today so how are you lydia I'm great. That's a mouthful. <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I know. Like, I had to be a podcast host while I misspell and mispronounce, like, half of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. That's just, like, awesome. I'm doing great, though, but, yeah. That's an impressive bio. So, while you're studying at school and you're also pursuing your performance career, how how does that fit in together? Do you have, like, a schedule for each? Do you balance them? And has it been a challenge? It definitely was a challenge last semester. I was a commercial violin major, which was basically the classical major, except for fiddling, country, blues. And then there wasn't really a rock emphasis, which is what I was doing. So I was kind of playing with my band, and that kind of was fulfilling to me. But I experienced a big thing of burnout last semester. So I changed my major. I'm now a music business that freed up my schedule. I'm still pursuing music like I 
it's not changing my career path at all, but now I'm like, definitely have more time to um, practice. I'm still taking classical lessons. Um, I'm playing with my band more. I'm songwriting more. I'm just kind of finding time for everything now, which is crazy. <laughs> so it's just, you have to find so many pockets of time within a day because like each hour counts. It's crazy. Yeah, true, you true. will. Yes, oh, I can hear myself too much for some reason. <laughs> oh, I can heal myself on your end now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I have to apologize. This is mostly my fault because all the technical difficulties we're having today, I have reinstalled my windows, and because of it, um, many of these things happen. So we'll get back to you in quality, I promise. <laughs> okay, now it was good. <laughs> <laughs> so no worries moving on um so how did you pick up your first violin electric violin and what did that do for your sound so how did that shape your style that you do today oh gosh um so my first electric violin was a wood violin stingray and it had five strings Ooh. and i begged my parents to get me one for Christmas a few years ago. I'm sure they could tell you in detail about that, but um, I discovered Mark Wood, I discovered Lindsey Sterling, I discovered all these artists that like just really blew my mind, and I was thinking, I even tried learning guitar, but it just didn't work out for me, so I was thinking, oh, I already play violin, I can like play the music that I want on my instrument without having to learn a completely new instrument, and compromise myself if you will so that was my first instrument my first well electric violin and I just loved it I started street playing a lot um, that's really where I started to um, just um, I was like this is what I want to do like this is exactly what I want to do no no compromises I'm doing this like I was just very like here we go <laughs> if yes. you will so yeah that's amazing, yeah. What can you tell us about your experience in the Mark Woods Rock Camp? Um, how did oh my god! <laughs> how did that fit into your <laughs> career? Yeah. Oh wow! It it did so much for me. Um, so I was looping a lot at the time, and I still had let's see, I was on three years. It I think. Is it, has it been three years? Oh my gosh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. But the first year I went, it was like this family and group of friends that I was instantly welcomed into. It felt like family that I've never met before, if you will. And it was just, um, wow. <laughs> I was so speechless. It was literally the best, one of the best weeks of the whole, whole year. Every year, that's one of the best weeks of the year for me, every time I go. And, um, I learned so much, I just absorbed everything. Um, you meet people like you and that have different styles than you, that inspire you, and the artist mentors that are there, they're not like high up celebrities, they make yourself available to you, they talk to you, they, um, oh my gosh, it's just so great, and that really confirmed, oh my gosh, I want to do this even more, this is not a crazy decision. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was just... Yeah. I completely agree. Um, camp is something I would want to experience myself. And um, amazing. So 
would did you start writing your own music in the process after visiting the camp or you've been always writing um i'd say afterwards i started writing very recently actually um i found myself in high school we had these laptops that the school gave us and during class i would be um working up articles on gear and whatnot uh yeah gear violence and then i started writing um lyrics that just didn't rhyme they had no form to them but i just still did it anyway and the more of course the more you do it the more you kind of get a hang of it so i started doing that in late high school and just recently i've been um uh, actually learning how to write a song for not for for real but um with, with lyrics because there is one song that i have called eclipse that is just it is literally me um, messing on a looper and with a delay pedal. That's what it is. That's all it is. No lyrics, no nothing. It, but Downfall is actually the first song with lyrics that I ever wrote. Nice. And nice. I had that with my band. We jammed on it. And they basically said, let's record this. This sounds great. And we recorded it last April. Yeah. And so now I'm writing even more songs for the band. Um, I'm collaborating with the drummer in the band. We've written about three songs so far together. So we're just, practice makes perfect. Amazing. Amazing. Why don't we have a listen to Downfall? Okay. And then you can tell Great. us a little bit more about the process on it. Okay. Here Great. we go, guys. Enjoy.
it's like a oh, thanks. song but it doesn't feel so long because it goes by really fun and like <laughs> that's great so it's you singing and you playing on the viper and mm -hmm. uh, who produced it did you have help or did you do it yourself yeah we had uh becca ekman who was a student here at belmont so she helped produce and mix it amazing very good so yeah. how long did it take you from scratch to the end of the song to create the whole thing <laughs> oh wow um I recently was surfing through my voice memos because I forgot. I was like, I came up with a riff first. That da 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 yeah. on p was it piano? I can't remember if I came up with it on piano or violin. But um, I found a voice memo from October nineteenth of last year, and it was um, I was just messing around on my pedal board with a bunch of fuzz and delay, and there was that riff, but not. The one you hear in the song, it was like slightly different. So I gradually messed with that over that course of my first semester at Belmont. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. I was thinking, oh, I should put this with my song Wildflowers in Winter. I really want to, I, I think this could work out. And then once the band started, um, we really started going last year, like literally this time last year. Mm -hmm. So we haven't even been fully mm -hmm. together for a whole year which is crazy, <laughs> but, um, so I introduced that riff to the band, I was like, hey, here, let's jam on this, so we started doing that, it didn't fit those lyrics whatsoever, so, and then right beforehand, the word downfall just kind of, I just thought, I'm like, oh, that's a really cool, um, that's just a really cool word, well, let's try to write a song on that, and then I just kind of had a big writing spur. I was just like, da, 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 da. and then I just whittled away at the lyrics little by little by little. And then gradually I just kind of made up a melody with the band a few times over. I listened to the old recordings from practice and I was thinking, mm -hmm. oh, I know what to do now. Mm -hmm. So it was just kind of, um, I'd say half a year. It took over a half a year to fully write and then arrange with the band. Makes so sense. it is a whole thing. Yeah. Wait, say again, you cut out. Plus balancing that with your schoolwork probably took some time, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And then um like that first semester, it could have happened faster, but we weren't playing that much together in that early little part of college. So it was just the perfect timing, honestly. Perfect timing. Excellent. Very good. So um, so this was your project with your band, but you also have some solo music that you're working on, right? I do. Excellent. So um, let's hear another one. And this is one of Lydia's solo projects as the Dragoness. <laughs> so here is Limelight, guys. Enjoy.
I love it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I love that uh, violin solo on the sustained notes. It's definitely, I can hear Mark Wood there for sure. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what I really am impressed about in your vocals? It's like looking at you, you're such like cute person, but when you hear your vocals, you're like, it's big, it's powerful, <laughs> it's really mature, right? So definitely can hear all these influences that you speak of in your bio. So amazing. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> what would you say was the biggest challenge working on this track? And in general, just when you're recording vocals and instrumental, what is your biggest challenge so far in it? Oh, I'm a perfectionist. Nothing, nothing's good enough to me, and it, it, it really is aggravating. But um, half the time, I just kind of have to be, you know what, it's fine. No one's, I mean, people will care, but just, just got to let it go. Just yeah. <laughs> got to keep it going. Um, I recorded Limelight in my basement at my house in Missouri. Um, so, oh, what was hard about that? I didn't have any good equipment. So I was just singing into a microphone I just use. Um, I sent all the tracks to my friend George Kester, who mixed that and produced it. It was very helpful. Um, it wasn't very challenging. Downfall was hard because vocally, it's, the, it's right at my break. The chorus is like right where I get into my head voice. And Becca had to encourage me. She's like, all right, do like 10 jumping jacks just to like free up your voice. And that helped so much and then she was like all right and then when you go for the high notes just like yeah. look down and that also helps so that was a challenging part of recording it nice <laughs> yeah i agree <laughs> vocals are far more challenging than working an instrumental for me as well because i'm not a singer so <laughs> yeah. obviously you have far more experience with vocals than i do but yeah i totally agree um like some of the notes are just it, it would take you like most of your studio time just to record some parts that are that challenging yeah excellent very good so um listening to all your music um how would you say um how has your style shaped ever since you picked up electric violin what's the different like how would you describe your music right now what was like the biggest sort of inspiration behind these two songs Ooh, like oh gosh I'm <laughs> just like you mean how how have I changed since those two mm -hmm. things are yeah that's that's interesting because that's the span of two years basically and so much has happened in two years for me um with limelight I would say I was still starting out and I didn't really like have an end goal I just kind of was doing it just because I could um and I'm really glad that I did, if that makes sense. But um, Rush was definitely like at the um, forefront of my mind. They were a huge inspiration for me. They still are. Um, but, oh gosh, how am I trying to describe this? Um, how I kind of think of how I sing right now is like, I did a lot of high school theater, so I think of, like, instead of using, like, a theater voice, it's kind of, like, theater singing voice, mm -hmm. just because, like, I just love to let loose and belt out. I just really love doing that, so, and then since then, I've discovered Janis Joplin, who I have this giant poster behind me of. She's a huge inspiration to me, so I think with Downfall, I was just, it's a really angry song. I, it, I, every, every, 
wow, I can't talk. Every single time Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. sing that, which I just had a gig with the band last night, I always just kind of tap into when I was writing it and I remember what it's about and then I just kind of let loose. And so it's like, I think of Gentry as Janis Joplin meets Rush, which is a very interesting combination, but that's kind of how we, how I've evolved at least. So Rush is still in there, but I've added some more influences, I think. That's amazing. I can clearly hear the Rush influence. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, Lydia, if you heard other episodes in our show, you know that at the end we like to play a little questions game. So this is for all of our perfectionistic overthinking minds. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And basically, I ask you 10 questions in um, a minute. And in under a minute, you have to come up with a really quick answer for all of them. So kind of like give us the first thing that comes to your mind, right? Uh, most of them are music related. Others are kind of silly. But <laughs> so, and I feel like in the process, we actually get to know you a little better. All right. <laughs> okay. So I have this really cool countdown here. Let me know if I play it and you can still hear me. Can you hear me? I can hear you, yeah. Excellent. Perfect. So why don't we get that restarted so we can count in a minute. There we go. So right. I will I will do three, two, one, and then I'll read the first question. Okay. So are okay. you up for it? Are you up for the game? I I, I guess I am. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You've been voluntold. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Here's our sixty second countdown. Ah! All right. What was your most memorable performance recently? Wait, you cut out just now. I can't hear. Okay, okay. Uh, what was your most memorable performance? Can you say <laughs> cut out again? Okay, all right. Why don't I mute this guy so we can? You can still hear me. Okay. Yes. Okay. Why don't we? Oh no. Okay. No worries. No worries. I'll do it again. <laughs> I'll do it again. All right. What was your most memorable performance? Oh no. Um, most memorable performance. Um, Steampunk Festival at Hannibal, Missouri. Excellent. Now, uh, at what age did you pick up violin altogether? Oh, um, fourteen. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Twelve. <laughs> okay. How many violins do you own? I own three. Okay. Acoustic or electric? What's your favorite? Electric, Yay. of course. What motivates you? Um, the artists I listen to, my friends, mm-hmm. and the band. Excellent. Which YouTuber you just can't stop watching? Ooh, um, Chris Stuckman. He makes YouTube movie reviews. Nice. Okay. Your favorite songs to cover? Uh, Rush, Janis Joplin, and The Doors. All right. Um, name three people that you admire. Uh, it's hard. Um, my parents has one unit. Um, Rush has a band, and oh goodness, goodness, goodness. Um, um, <laughs> I, I there's a third one that I can't think of, but um, okay. So mom, dad. Uh, rush there you go (laughs) (laughs) very good we ran out of time in under a minute but that's okay i don't see what we can't fit in so uh dogs or cats 
dogs. Yay! <laughs> Name three. <laughs> I'm a dog person too. I love them both. Yes. <laughs> Name three violinists you follow on Instagram. Mark Wood, yeah. you, and uh, Razvio. Nice. Yeah, I love her. She was on the show um, like a few months I ago. I love Raz. I love her singing and playing. Yeah, it's really fun. Okay, great. Perfect. Thank you so much for playing, Lydia. <laughs> um, Welcome. Yeah, I know. The toughest questions are probably like um, people you admire and like songs you like to cover. Usually, for most people get stuck there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, there are, pe there are people I admire. It's just hard to think I of. I know. No worries. Okay, but now before we go, I'd like you to... I'd like to ask you one more thing and um, a thing that's kind of important to our listeners. So um, if you were to talk to an artist who's starting out today in today's world of you know social media, so many options and opportunities, what advice would you give them? What's the biggest thing you've learned that you think would be the most helpful to them? Mm. Just keep going. Your mind's going to play tricks on you and tell you that it's not worth it or not good enough. I even went through this last night. I didn't really have the best gig, honestly, with my band. My band did fine. It was just some situations that we couldn't control. But um, in short, keep practicing. Things take time. Be patient with yourself. Um, seek help in music and in other people when you need it. And just keep going That's so as far as you can. Yeah. That's amazing. I completely agree. And that's a really nice kind of summary of it. <laughs> Very good. Thank you so much. So Absolutely. Um, we all face challenges and I completely agree that it's, it's important to stay true to your cause, but also reach out for help when you need it. That's yes, something we absolutely. have to forget. Yeah, I'm I'm like that myself until recently. Actually, until I started the podcast, I didn't even know how to connect with people that I admire. <laughs> so there we go. And I've been so lucky. And thank you so much for being on the show today. I've been so lucky to have people like Mark Wood and Raz and uh, Taylor Davis and Hillary Clark and everyone, everyone else. My next goal would be probably to get someone like Hillary. Lindsay Sterling. <laughs> oh, that'd be, that'd be yes, so cool. Definitely. So we'll keep trying. Yes. <laughs> so thank you so much for being on the show. I feel like we've learned quite a bit and I love your music. Keep going. You have, you have a big future in front of you and Aww. especially someone who's so organized and so has a clear sort of view of what you want to do. That's amazing. That's really going to help you out. I know it. <laughs> so we can't wait to have you back. I will make sure I don't blow the video part. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to hear some more songs, some more videos from you. Sure. Whenever we're working on something new, let us know. We'll have you back on the show. We'll have an episode on just that project. It'll be really cool. You can tell us all about it. And sure. Yes. So you guys, don't miss out on listening to Lydia's music. You can find her on her website at violentdragoness.com you can find our instagram at violentdragoness facebook violentdragoness and on twitter at forward slash phoenix fireflies flies with an f-l-y-s so there we go um thank you lydia for having um time to come and talk to us about your music good luck with your studies all the best with balancing your career and education and hopefully the two merge really well together. I know the did Thank for you. me. Yeah. <laughs> One inspired the other. So 
<laughs> thank you and we can't wait to see you back so thank you thank you thank you for having me thank this you. is so great thank, thank you. you have an amazing day here we go Outro. you too <laughs> bye that's all folks if you like iron fiddle songs download them at theurbermanka.com forward slash music see you next time